Today on Ultra 64, it's everything you love about Pokemon, minus the battling and collecting and adventure. Welcome to Ultra 64. We are the Internet's comprehensive Nintendo 64 podcast. My name is Pika Pika. Pika 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 Pika. That is Pikachu. He's here with us as always. Um, and we are joined by a special guest, uh, just a, a delightful uh, human being, singer, dancer, choreographer, hair person, just poke maniac, pokey maniac. Hi, I'm Emma. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> just kidding. She says with a full glass of wine <laughs> of her and an empty bottle that she's drinking straight from. Hi, this is Emma Delaney, everybody. Hi. We're so happy to have you. Thank pika, you for being pika. on the show. Thanks for having me. Pika, pika. Pika, pika. That's how we communicate with each other. Yeah. You're even wearing a yellow shirt. Mm-hmm. I just realized. Was that an intentional choice? No. Okay, that's an amazing choice, though. Either way. I'm going to pretend that it was. Today we're talking about Hey You Pikachu, one of the weirdest games on the system for a lot of different reasons. But uh, is it weirder than Starshot Space who, Circus Fever? We will find out. Is it more functional than Starshot Space Circus Fever? That's an argument. Okay, I don't know. But uh, this gives—we've talked about Pokemon before. We've had a Pokemon Snap episode once before. Pokemon, so it's kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. This time we're going to focus in a little bit. We're going to talk about Pikachu as a character. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the virtual pet craze. And we're going to talk about the short-lived microphone game genre. The voice-controlled game genre, which is short-lived for a reason. So Carl Jung has, like, archetypes, right? Of, like, Absolutely. characters and tropes that are always in fiction. And, like, Pikachu is one of them, right? He's, he's, he's the, the, Pikachu. the Pikachu. Just the Pikachu, <laughs> yeah. yes. Every work of fiction has one Pikachu. <laughs> it's just a simpleton who can only say its own name, but everyone loves it, and sometimes it shoots lightning from its butt. And yeah. he's cute as fuck. He's ridiculously fuck? cute. You can totally say fuck. You can fucking fucking say fuck as fuck. much as you fucking want. That was a good one. Hi, Thank Mom. You. My mom listens to every episode of this show. She's heard it before. That's Hello. true. <laughs> nice to meet you. Uh, oh, so yeah, we're excited to get into this. Let's talk about Pikachu. Mm, my favorite topic. In my notes, I just wrote Pikachu with an exclamation point, and that's mm. it for my notes. Nice. That's not it for my notes. <laughs> no, it never is. Um, so a few episodes ago, we had a, a listener write in asking us what we would put on the Mount Rushmore of video game characters. <laughs> and we put Pikachu on there. Yeah, you Nicole, did. We, Nicole we said, brought that up. And we said she was, was totally right. She was absolutely right. We said Mario, Link, Pikachu, and Laura Croft. Wow. I wanted so, to put in a vote here I, uh, for Solid Snake. Okay. I, him, but I don't know. I, I feel like his uh, his star has fallen a little bit. Recently. Yeah, maybe so. But when I think of game series that I've enjoyed most consistently, okay. that's been it. No, that's a great. Uh, I mean, it's a great series. I'm not arguing that. But yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I Pikachu definitely has earned his place yeah. on the mountain. Though, I agree. Because, he's uh, he's maintained the face of the Pokemon franchise since the first game. Yeah, he's been he's one of the most recognizable figures in the world, and he's kind of transcended just being like a video game character to being a cultural liaison. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I went to Japan. I the first thing you see when you get off the airplane in Narita Airport is a big billboard, just a plain white sheet with just a Pikachu on there just saying, welcome to Japan. So, because it's an instantly identifiable figure for anyone. Above all of the Japanese 
anything else. No Mount Fuji, no sushi, no anything like that. Just one. <laughs> sushi. A, just, just a, a talking sushi. <laughs> Welcome. To everything. Us. Everything in Japan is talking. Yeah. Like this. That's a whole art style of Japan. I'm gonna go to Japan to... and not talk. No, you should do that. Should do I that. feel like that might be difficult for you. Yeah. <laughs> for me, no, never. Um, I so. I think that Pokemon is like the highest grossing media franchise of anything in be. the world. I mean, when you combine so, everything together, yeah, I think it yeah. might be. And it's definitely right up there with Star Wars. Can we least. get a fact check on that? No. Yeah, we'll put our intern. No, we, we don't fact check. Yeah, we, we did. Yeah, we we uh, don't have an internet. We had a research guy. We got rid of him. Was yeah. Quantum the research guy? <laughs> oh, no. Quant- <laughs> if, Quantum, if, if his job is researching how his own penis tastes, then yes. <laughs> He does that a lot. It's a reason. Just a reminder that's my that, dog, well, yeah, yeah, thank you. I, I felt <laughs> that was like, important. To clarify that. Yeah. He's not just like our friend with a rad nickname. <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm skateboarding Quantum, and I'm just gonna go lick my dick rocket for a little while. Power. <laughs> Red Rocket Power. <laughs> Red Rocket Power. That's the name of Quantum's podcast. Oh my god. He's never getting on these mics. <laughs> so uh, Pikachu first appeared in Pokemon Red and Blue, which was released in Japan in 1996, came stateside in 1998. Uh, he was created by designers Atsuko Nishida and Ken Sugimura, and he's Pokedex number 25. They categorize him as electric mouse type Pokemon. <laughs> and he's fairly common in the original game. He wasn't really intended oh. to be this mascot character, but uh, young audiences over in Japan really took a shine to him because well, he's cute and colorful. I want to like it was weird because I remember seeing him as part of uh, as part of the hype. But yeah. you get these initial three Pokemon who are all lovable: Squirtle, Bulbasaur, and yeah. Charmander. But it's actually in Red and Blue. It's fairly hard to find a Pikachu. Like he's rare in the forest. I mean, when you're walking rare, through, well, yeah. Rare, but when you're yeah. walking through the first time, that's how I take my steak. Hey, <laughs> you might. You're probably just gonna see like the bugs, the Caterpies, and your Weedles, and you're gonna totally miss him. And then there's no other place to find him in the game. So I was just surprised that he's... They, I, they repaired so that. he's in it, but he's like... You he's not like front and center. And they right. fixed that in the next game in the series, mm-hmm. Pokemon Yellow. Pokemon Yellow, which, which you can start... centered on him, didn't yep. it? You, you can start with a Pikachu. And not only that, he's animated on the screen. Like, he, yeah. he's following you around everywhere. Other than that, it's like basically the same game as Red and Blue, but yeah. uh, it's but just that one better because of Pikachu. Better because of that. Though Pikachu he, also really sucks. It's the true. starting with because the first gym battle you fight is against Rock Pokemon, well, nothing you can do. who like destroy him. Yeah, you want to start off as a Water Pokemon every time, yeah. just because it's always going to be better. But I mean, it, I, I think Pikachu really blew up in 1998 when they. Uh, oh no! I know there were guy. electric mouse bits everywhere. <laughs> I'd like to interject and say that we just decided our new band name is Electric Mouse Rat. Oh yes, I like it. Do you have any musical talent? I do not. No. Oh, okay, then. then <laughs> I do not. Okay, then we're fine. Yeah, Great. we'll worry about that later. We just have to hire an electric mouse rat. Okay. And then. Do you know any? Well, Pikachu. Oh, God damn it. Well, he's not talking to me. <laughs> he doesn't we'll, recognize those commands. We'll, we'll get yeah, to that. He does Pikachu not does not like me. No. no, he doesn't interact with Steve folk. <laughs> but he, uh, the character got super popular in 1998 because the anime series came out. Uh, and that was just a massive worldwide phenomenon. So he was the first chosen Pokemon for the main character, Ash Ketchum, and stayed a Pikachu, I think, the entire series. I mean, as much as the series I've watched, anyway. Yeah. Uh, and so that series came over to the U.S. right around the same time as it aired in Japan. It aired in 98 countries. It wow. ran for like 15 seasons. It launched 21 feature films. Wow. 21 movies that went into theaters in some form. Wow. Uh, and in 19... Yeah, we talked about Pokemon Yellow. Um, 
so there was a uh, Hey You Pikachu was the first game where you actually get to really focus on Pikachu. You know, he's he pops up in Pokemon. So this is pre Pokemon like Yellow. Hey You um, Pikachu. Well, I, okay, I guess that's a good argument to make. I mean, I guess in the sense that like Pikachu's like front and center in everything, and there's okay. no real other Pokemon that's true or anything. Uh, but there was another game that came out this year called Detective Pikachu, uh, which I played, and it's adorable. Just but, this like, year? Yeah, just this year. Oh. Um, I've got the little amiibo right there. there oh, he there is. he is. Hello. He is. He's gigantic. He's got a Sherlock Holmes hat on. He does, and he talks because he's like got the spirit of a, a detective trapped inside of Pikachu's does body. Does this figurine talk? It doesn't. No, well, I'm sorry. Make a voice for it. <laughs> Does he talk like oh, he good. he speaks in English? And... He speaks in English. He's got kind of a gruff voice. For a long time, there, there's there's going to be a movie. A gruff voice? There's going to be a movie. He's a mouse! Uh, I know. There's going to be a movie coming out next year, and uh, for a long time, there was a big petition to have Danny DeVito do the voice. <laughs> oh, no! They brought it to Danny DeVito, and he's like, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> uh, and they wound up giving that part to Ryan Reynolds. Right. So tune in next year. You're going to see the Detective Pikachu movie starring Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. You. Deadpool has Deadpool Pikachu. star Ryan Reynolds. I hopefully he has some the Deadpool Pikachu style movie one-liners. starring Deadpool. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. And uh, then this fall we are getting a Let's Go Pikachu for the Switch, which is gonna kind of integrate with Pokemon Go. And you have a weird little Pokeball controller that I'm gonna buy. Absolutely. Yeah. I went to Best Buy the other day to get a computer, and my sales rep didn't look me in the eye once <laughs> because he said, "Sorry, I'm playing Pokemon Go." Wait, in the st- while he's at work? While he's at work trying to sell me a computer. But frankly, I understood. I said, keep yeah. playing. I'll ask you my questions. You don't have to look at me. Just <laughs> sell me a fucking computer, I guess. It turns me on when <laughs> you don't look at me. Really? Yeah. That's really weird. I woke up. He said, hey, ha- let me know if you have any questions. And looks at his phone. I said, well, I do. <laughs> and he goes, okay, what? Uh, and I, <laughs> I kind of, because I'm a creepy creeper, I look at- over his shoulder at his yeah. phone. Oh, yeah. And he's playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> And I said, oh, I don't want to interrupt you <laughs> and your Pokemon, and but I'm sure you'd like to make your commission cap, so also yeah. sell me this $1,200 computer. Thank you. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You're a very tolerant customer. <laughs> well, I've worked in customer service my whole life, so I get it. Play your game. Do your do you live your best life? Okay. But, I mean, I've been to that Best Buy with my Pokemon Go game open. They don't even have a gym there or anything. He's just dicking around. He doesn't need to be doing anything there. <laughs> they don't even have a gym? There's not even a gym there. I'm going to go back and return. Turn my computer. Cut your hair shorter and go back and ask to see the manager. <laughs> and I'll wear glasses. Yes. <laughs> and a hat. <laughs> and no one will know who I am. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's talk about virtual pets because uh, this the was a really weird craze. Pet. All right, did you guys have a virtual pet when yeah, you were kids? So I had a, I had a Tamagotchi. Yeah, okay. I was yeah. just about to say Tamagotchi and it, all it, the way. It drove my mother nuts, the enthusiasm when which I checked the Tamagotchi to see if he had pooped in the little <laughs> digital poops and cleaned them up. I feel like that was the original get off your phone. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's Stop our that generation's, like, no phones at the table. No Tamagotchi's at the table, Emma. Yeah. <laughs> so we, I took him on a trip. We did this road trip um, through Wyoming, and I think we went to Yellowstone. And I somehow, I lost, I don't know if he fell out of the back of the car or I lost oh, him in the back no, of the car, but he killed, you my Tamagotchi, Tamagotchi disappeared in deep in the national parks of and Wyoming. And starved to death, wondering why you abandoned him. I like him. to think he formed his own colony out there. Yeah. He's oh, thriving. Lord of the Fly <laughs> yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, he found another Tamagotchi, and they have a little warren, and yeah, they're doing fine. Okay, I like that a lot more. You know what I did do, though, because I'm a little bit younger. Oh, God, get over it. Is the Neopets. 
Okay, what are Neopets? You didn't do a Neopets? Uh, I think I did Neopets. They were virtual pets, but they were online. Online. And so okay. and it was like you, it was a community. So everyone had their own username and you had all your, your Neopets and mm. you could interact with other people and you could play games, but you could buy stuff off of people and sell stuff. So it was like you collected things and then you would go to the market and you'd sell, I have four hats and I'll trade you for seven salamis or like, I don't that know. That does not seem fair. <laughs> hats for salamis? Well, how, how, how good are the hats and how bad are the salamis? I don't know. We're talking like feather uh, Robin Hood cap for like a week old salami. That's fair. Yeah, That's I fair. think so. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll check the exchange rate. <laughs> no, yeah, we're good. But those were the, Neopets was the first like internet hub for sexual predators. What? Because I'm sure old it was men, not the first. Well, one of the first big ones that guys would go on and pretend to be these kids because they knew all these like teens and or tweens and children were Ugh. playing Neopets and, and then they would stalk them. This is horrible. I'm glad I didn't research Neopets. I would like the record to show that I was not in fact stalked by an internet predator. <laughs> or stalking. You didn't. You, I would like you to clear that up please. <clears throat> Yes. No. Yeah. yeah. That. Okay. okay. That took yeah. a while. Yeah. Silence. Too long. Too long to clarify <laughs> that. So yeah, I think most everyone I knew in I didn't have one uh, because I don't know. I just it didn't appeal to me. My sister had a, a Tamagotchi. Few, a Tamagotchi. I didn't have any, but there were some kids in my school who kept like six or seven of them on a giant key ring, like a fucking janitor, yeah. like and just were constantly like beep beep oh beep beep gotta feed this one gotta feed this one gotta feed Gary over it's here. It's a fucking feat of honor. It's you ridiculous. You have your herd of Tamagotchis, and if someone tries to take them out of your hand. It's a fight to the death, frankly. It is yeah. really a precursor to the world we live in now, as as Emma looks at her phone. Yeah, um, yeah, see? So. I don't have a phone! <laughs> I don't know what you're speaking I'm of! I'm looking at notes on my phone. Yeah, That's you have an I'm excuse. Doing. My so, phone is in the other room. <laughs> I, I went down a very strange path researching Tamagotchis. Uh, okay, so Tamagotchi was invented in Japan in 1997, and uh, the inventor of it earned something called the Ig Nobel Prize. Have you guys heard of this? Have not. It's like, uh, it's like the Nobel Prize, but like... It's like, a, it's like a, it's like a, but for eggs. It's a parody. It's a, yeah. like a parody of the Nobel Prize. It's basically a ceremony that rewards trivial accomplishments in like science. Like useless bullshit It's stuff. amazing. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, this is kind of like the Razzies for movies. but The like, Darwin this, it's, Awards. It's, it's really sweet natured. Here are some of the people who won Ig Nobel Prizes besides the Tamagotchi inventor. Uh, the past winners include the physicist uh, who determined that cats are a liquid because they'll fit into any <laughs> It's true. Uh, I'll fight the, you on it. The inventor of the fart-proof underwear. Uh, the, Wait, what is the fart-proof underwear? It's uh, a, it really a guy in Pueblo, Colorado, right near where I grew up. Uh-huh. Uh, he invented... Did they have a statue? Two of them. I hope they do. I, like I get a petition for one. Just <laughs> bending over. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He invented something that's like it, it absorbs the odors from your farts. Oh, like okay. It's got. A, I don't know. It's like a thicker fabric or something, but it filters out your farts. And, I don't uh, need that. Women don't fart. Oh, whatever. You're farting now. <laughs> Probably. Uh, there was also research uh, on the medical impact of falling coconuts. So, like, if you'll really die from getting hit on the head, from or like coconut? how often it happens, I <laughs> oh. guess. There was a study that examined uh, the movement of ponytails, trying to make sense of how they move in relation to human <laughs> movements. And there were some, this was my favorite I found, there were some Norwegian researchers who tried to answer the question if gonorrhea could be transfor- transmitted through inflatable dolls. Oh, it, like oh. sex dolls? Yeah. Yes, it I, cannot. It, really? They, they thought it was looking likely for a second, but then they traced the, the case back to, I mean, the guy had sex with several women that week also. I would like to know, though, how do they study that? They have a gonorrhea-infested man have sex with the doll, and then they have, like, clean men have sex with the doll, risking their gonorrhea-less lives? Let's say yes. That's... A- 
It's Norway. They're very open-minded. That's true. <laughs> Go Norway. Go Norway. Go Norway. Go to Norway. <laughs> this is my Norwegian accent. It is perfect. Uh, okay. So Tamagotchis. <laughs> we're talking about that. Now I'm just gonorrhea. Uh, Tamagotchis were the best. Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea, gonorrhea, let me go. Uh, <laughs> Tamagotchis were the best-selling toy of 1997. They sold more than 40 million units. Uh, according to a website I found called The Smart Shopper, Tamagot- one Tamagotchi sold every 15 seconds at the height of its popularity. Holy shit. It was going nuts. Uh, so it spawned dozens and dozens of clones and rip-offs, and the market was quickly oversaturated, and then the fad died out within about a year. I have a question. How yeah. much do they sell for on eBay now? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I can't imagine they're worth very much. They're so common. Yeah. yeah. Good I mean, thing everybody. I have my phone. I'll look it up. <gasps> well, good. I'm glad. You just threw your phone across yeah, the Yeah, because I got in trouble. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Uh, cracking the whip as the podcast taskmaster. My, my, yeah, like I said, my sister had some Tamagotchis, but I, I, I got pretty bored of them. I, like, I would try and play with them. I'm like, I don't really get this. And then one year for Christmas, my parents bought me uh, a virtual wrestler, like a WWE wrestler. <laughs> I had one of those. Did you? I did. I, okay, this is despite the fact that uh, I never indicated any kind of interest in virtual pets or, or wrestling. wrestling. I've never watched a minute of wrestling in my life. But I had this little virtual wrestler where I would train Triple H to like and make him eat eggs. <laughs> like, okay, I really expected these to be like $100 for mm-hmm. a Tamagotchi. A dollar eighty-five. Yeah, even that's probably overpaid. So you can... For forty-nine pets in one tiny oh computer. My God. So you can relive your precious memories with your. Here's the. I want to. I just want to say the name because it's kind of awesome. Okay. Nineties nostalgic. Forty-nine pets in one virtual cyber pet toy. Funny Tamagotchi retro game. That's the J. There's a J, J. in there. There's the a J at the end. end. You get a character limit on your eBay, uh, on your eBay listing, so you might as well use all the keywords it's you can. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, like, I always like to imagine the person who's searching eBay for something with fun, okay. like yeah. retro fun is retro the product fun. that okay. I'm searching because for. I don't want to, f- I don't want a retro lane. Here's a yeah. bunch game. of racist lawn fun. gnomes here. Yeah. Enjoy it <laughs> for your retro fun race. Yeah, that's yeah. It. racist <laughs> lawn gnomes. Retro fun. Old soap ads with Native Zany. American stereotypes oh, on no. it. Yeah. yeah, why not? That's retro fun. Uh, so virtual <laughs> that is not fun. Virtual pets had a bit of a second coming when the Nintendo DS came out uh, oh. because. Uh, so, I mean, the game we're playing today sold well. It's the 27th best-selling game on the N64, 1.8 million units. Not bad. Uh, but the subgenre really exploded on the DS because it launched alongside a puppy racing simulator called Nintendogs, uh, oh which God. went on to become the second highest-grossing games on that system, which is the highest-grossing system of all time. So really? So 23 million units that's the highest-grossing like, game it system. Behind Mario Kart, uh, it's only behind uh, New Super Mario Brothers. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's the only thing it's behind. So, uh, it, it reignited the fad, and soon we had ripoffs of a dozen different stripes. We had virtual cats, we had virtual horses, virtual monsters, virtual zombies, and the eternally creepy virtual babies. Ah, yes, oh. I hated. And there were uh, so many weird games for the DS, like the yeah. Imagine series. There was one called Imagine Babies with a Z at the end. Yep. What's a babies with a Z? It's, it's just you, you... like a zombie baby. No, no, no. It's just a regular baby, but but you it's just cool raise because it. it's named yeah, with it a, has Z. a Z. Kids are awful on their own. Why would you want a virtual one? I know. And th- listen to this story. This is amazing. Uh, one of these virtual baby games was a source of controversy in 2009, and not just because it's creepy as fuck. <laughs> uh, so Rachel Jones, she's a, uh, she's a mother of two in a small Sounds town. <laughs> she's, she's a talk to the manager type, for sure. <laughs> I wonder uh, what her haircut looks she's like. She's a mother of two in a small town in central Indiana. And oh, she Indiana launched, even. She launched a complaint against Nintendo and Crave Entertainment over the game Baby Pals. Okay, so Jay, uh, Jones alleged 
that one of the audio clips that plays when you successfully beat, feed your baby is the child beat saying... Beat or feed, feed. Because you feed, said beat feed. first. I'm sorry, I stuttered. I stuttered. Feed your baby. Freudian slip. One of the phrases that plays when you feed your baby is, Islam is the light. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> Jones is a she's apparently super vigilant about this sort of thing because she actually launched a complaint with Mattel a few months earlier after finding that exact same audio clip in a baby doll. Mm. Um, so Nintendo didn't respond so to her petition. Like, uh, so they, they passed the buck over to Crave Entertainment and they said that vocal clip, it came from a real baby that does not have the <laughs> cognitive skills to be making any kind of claim. It's just baby So he gibberish. just went. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. It's nothing. It's baby gibberish. I'm going to Google search for it. But she, uh, Google she, search for Islam she organized is a group of similarly well, Islamophobic nut jobs and they uh, petitioned Mattel and Nintendo to try and reclaim it. They thought it was a conspiracy theory launched by uh, the Chinese factory workers to try and indoctrinate young girls into Islam. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. I actually looked up the numbers on this. Uh, China is only 0.45%. Muslim population. Congratulations, so it Steve. Very likely, you've now won the award for getting us the most off track that yeah, we have ever most been. Off track humanly possible. Yeah. I'm just okay, saying. But I have I'm debunking the, their theory. Here. I have the sound clip. So should we continue on this? Uh, go ahead. That last bit. That's supposed to be. That's supposed to be Islam is delight. It doesn't sound like that to me. At all. But yeah, it's garbage. Uh, Yeah, no. Thankfully, nobody paid attention to them. The game wasn't recalled or anything. Although it should have been just for by dint of being a babysitter. They should have countersued for racism and awfulness. They should have. Uh, all right, so we've got another thing to talk about before we actually talk about the fucking game. Again, this is, we're reaching Batman levels of off-trackedness, but still, we've got to talk about... But the, it, we've uh, got good content so this, far. This so. game has an exclusive peripheral uh, called the VRU, or Voice Recognition Unit. It's a microphone for uh, the people at <laughs> yeah. home playing along. Uh, this was the only game that used in the U.S. Japanese audiences got one more. It was called Densha de Go 64, which was the N64 entry in a popular series of train simulators. So you train? Use Train, being a train conductor, you would use the microphone to announce your stops. Okay. Which is adorable. Yeah, that's a clever use. And coming up on your left, we have a stop. Name a a place in Japan, Emma. I couldn't think of one one geography. One geography. You couldn't think of one geography. (laughs) I could not think of one geography. (laughs) What geography are we in right now? I'm now at my last two sips of my entire bottle of wine. There you go. That's your geography. You're in the (laughs) bottom of that bottle of wine. That's as much geography as I took in high school. All right. So this this puts Hey You Pikachu in some rarefied company for this very brief trend of voice-only controlled video games. Uh... I think the subgenre was largely built on the success of Seaman, which is a really Seaman? bizarre Seaman. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really bizarre virtual pet game for the Dreamcast. Uh, it, it was it's kind of like a cult hit over here, but it was a huge success in Japan. And so they started like it, it's literally if you haven't seen footage of it, it's just a fish with a man's head that talks to you in a really sarcastic voice. It's, isn't it voiced? I'm getting this It's voiced by Leonard Nimoy, right? Voiced by Leonard Nimoy. It yeah. is? With the, the face of the game's creator. Uh, so what is this? Seaman? Seaman. Yeah. And what Seaman. Is... Seaman. <laughs> Seaman. What is it? What's the platform? It's for Dreamcast. I don't have one, but I'm I buying one. one. I'm getting Great. One. I'll get one. Thank I'll, I'll God. Find, I'll find some semen have for you. Have me on that episode. Let's, I know that's not... The, it's not this podcast. It, but on the other one but that we'll We'll make. go down to my basement. We'll play with some semen. It'll be fun. All right, moving on. 
Oh. We can't move past that. Oh, okay, so uh, <laughs> there were a lot of uh, uh, attempts to recapture that success over here in the U.S. Uh, they kept trying to make it happen. Mixed success. We got games like Lifeline. Uh, that's probably... The came out best later of these games uh yeah. it's like a survival horror Lifeline. game it's like you're watching this woman traverse the space station through security cameras and you have to give her instructions on where to go didn't yeah. they make a horror movie of that uh there's a movie called Lifeline. That? yeah the, yeah with the vampire space vampires and the naked sure. lady yeah, no that's, that's not that's called life force oh life force shit but i swear there is oh it's that um cabin in the woods Cabin in the Woods is not called Lifeline. <laughs> no, I'm saying oh, the premise, though, is like a reality TV series well, not, not of these really. people trying to save it's, their lives. It's and not they... that. It's like you're you're locked in a control room and looking at security monitors, and the girl on screen is like a waitress, and you're just trying to get her somewhere safe. So what if you just went the whole other direction and you gave her all the wrong directions? You wouldn't get very I far. I think that you, you would, would die. die. She would die. She and then would you die. would lose. She dies, so you die. What would happen if Mario ran into one of those holes in the ground? <laughs> yeah, this is the wrong <laughs> way the to approach thing. video games. <laughs> uh, so aside Fair. from Lifeline, we got <laughs> games like um, the SOCOM series, which they weren't voice only, but they did require you to speak into a headset. Like that was a required part of the game. Uh, Tom Clancy's End War, which was a real-time strategy game that only used voice controls. I never tried that. And uh, there were some later Mario Party games that came bundled with a mic. And my favorite is I called... what you're going to say. Yeah, you know it. Odama. Yeah. Odama is a military simulator slash pinball game that you control by yelling contro- uh, orders to your troops through the mic. And you keep their morale up by using the Donkey Kong Bongo controller to oh, beat a steady rhythm. fuck yeah, you do. It's Are you game. sure? I don't think that it has the bongo in it. I I'll think check that's, into that. I remember reading... I think that's wrong. I hope it does. I remember reading a preview that said it would work for that. Uh, right in Man, and I need to play that. I own Odama and the bongos and the mic. So Let me know if I, it works. Okay, I, don't, I, don't I don't think that it uses the bongos. I don't think I own that game But it's game a anymore. pinball game and you're, like, your military soldiers are running around on on the pinball table. What and you platform have, is this? It's for GameCube. Oh, fucking all <laughs> yeah. these games I want to Get try more out. Games. We'll have um, to start 19 more podcasts. I, I'm down. I want to. <laughs> uh, so the subgenre never really caught on, partially because the technology isn't quite in place, but also it just kind of feels silly to be yelling orders at your game. Does it? Uh, especially when you're by yourself. And to, I liked it. To illustrate that point, I uh, recorded some audio of us playing the game tonight. Oh, shit. Um, I'm going to make a note here of what I'm going to put in. It's around yeah, here. So I'm, I'm going to cut this in here so you guys can hear what we sounded oh, like no. playing this game. Uh, I believe Emma used the term electric sex rat. <laughs> Um, so sounds about sounds right. about right. Uh, so you'll you'll get a little sample of that right now. Pikachu. Pikachu, what do you see? That's the voice he likes. Okay, I can do that. I was reading that this thing is supposed to be calibrated better to like higher pitched voices because okay. little kids are playing it. I'll try that next. But I don't know if that's accurate. What's up there? Okay, let's try the little kid voice. What's up there? <laughs> he it. Oh, he nice. loved that. He loved it. Acting? Okay, is that what it was? You know what it meant, right? What? No. Is he scooting his butt? Oh. He found a tomato. Description of a pokey helper. Okay. Apple? How does it taste? Okay, ask him how does it taste? How does it taste? <laughs> Not so sexual, it's a rat. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, Why did he throw you. it? He said to drop it again. Stop throwing it, idiot. Uh, Pikachu is teasing you. Teasing you? He's a sexual rat. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Go get that apple. Now. Oh, I'm not allowed to talk to it right now. Oh, too bad. Oh, man. Oh, oh, too bad. Go home. Say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Each day is five minutes. <laughs> All right, so all that out of the way, let's actually talk about this fucking game. Uh, 26 minutes in. Uh, so Hey You Pikachu was released on November 6, 2000. It was published by Nintendo, developed by Umbrella, and of course it was a Nintendo 64 exclusive. Uh, this weirdly came out almost two years after it debuted in Japan. I'm not really sure why it took so long. I think it just took some time to get the technology right. Umbrella is a Japanese firm. They formed in 1996, and they have exclusively produced mediocre Pokemon spinoffs. They did this. This was their first game. They've also developed the Pokemon Channel, which is literally a GameCube game where you watch Pikachu watch TV. <laughs> uh, and there's the racing game Pokemon Dash, which is boring, uh, and the Pokemon Rumble series, which is, which is uh, I don't know what those are. It's it's boring. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've played it. It's kind of addictive in its own stupid way, but it's boring. It's like a beat-em-up, right? Pokemon yeah. Rumble yeah. sounds like it could be either like a Pokemon wrestling WWE kind of mashup or like a really off-the-cuff Pokemon porn. Yeah. <laughs> Pokemon theme vibrator. There you go. Yeah. Oh, the Pokemon Rumble. There is like a there's a fighting game. There's Pokemon Pokemon tournament which crosses over Pokemon and Tekken. Uh and that's kind of fun. Uh and there is a Pokemon vibrator. That's also kind of fun. <laughs> I like it. You do? A+. plus. Nice. No, it's not A+. Plus. What's on, the what's the what's the Pokemon they put on it? Uh, oh god, who's is in it? Geodude? Pikachu's in there, Machamp is in there. Oh, there's uh, a range. You can, like, oh, I was talking about something adventure. else. But oh, oh the mind. vibrator? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I was talking about that too. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a Pikachu, there's a there's a Charizard, there's a uh, Diglett is the natural. Oh, yeah. Diglett! Yeah. Right. If, you're, if you're really freaky, you get the Doug Trio, you know? No. <laughs> That's if you're just into that. Um, Anyway, we are, we are not this is the most shaming, inappropriate no episode. Shaming. This is like one of the most childish games we've played, and it's the most inappropriate episode so far. It's because I'm here. It's because you're here. Um, all right, so right off the bat, I think we have to say that this might be the cutest goddamn game ever made. He, Just like objectively. I, oh, don't, I don't know, man. Is, is it, it cuter than Katamari? I I mean it's cute in a different way. Kat, I don't know. It's hard to say because Katamari's got a weird kind of dark edge to it. Sure. Maybe Nintendogs is cuter. That's possibly cuter. Mm. You're literally just petting puppies with your finger. It's ridiculous. But you don't actually get to pet the puppies, so it's just like a fucking just virtual empty. tease. Well, you get to you get to pet them on your DS. You yeah, you do. But you don't feel them. the fluff. That's of true. Them. Well, just pet a real dog at the same time. Quantum. No, he's off red rocketing. Don't don't involve him. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. There's, there's. I think there's a lot of negative things you could say about this game, but so we might as well start with the positive. I just want to start with the positive sure. because, like, I just think it's adorable when you call it a Pikachu and he comes over and he does a little bow and he's got a big smile on his face and, and he goes Pika and sometimes and he little, scoots his butt. His ears flop one one side to the other. It's adorable. It is objectively adorable. It's definitely the best at the end when you say goodnight to him and he waves. He waves goodnight. Oh, that's not what he does to me. He gets mad at yeah. me. Yeah, he hates Steve. Um, all right, so the structure of the game is pretty limited. So you play for a one-year period of in-game You are a time. mysterious, unnamed youth. You are. You as don't you, have... As you, you are, are not Ash Ketchum, as I was mm. hoping to be. No, you just have a blank profile p- face like you're a Reddit commenter and like on a QAnon post or something. Uh, you're very creepy. And... Uh, you're tasked with by Professor Oak to go out and try and domesticate Pokemon with his new microphone tool. 
So you Fucking go up. Professor Oak doesn't do anything for himself. Yeah, what does he do all day? It is weird. He just goes and off. kind of watches. Well, he just watches you do stuff. Yeah, right? I think he's fucking. I mean, he has a weird. Perv. He has a weird army of children. He has an army of children store. and an army of fucking like radioactive animals. He's like worse than child labor because it's like it's like a child internship except mm-hmm. they're not getting credit for anything. And also, you could die because He's, these Pokemon will kill you. Here, child, go out into the dangerous wilderness, capture these animals, and, and make fight them fight each, each other. other. To the death. Well, the whole world, the whole premise and world of Pokemon makes no sense. Oh, Your no. mother just lets you go out on this grand adventure. Nobody With this seems fucking to go. Professor Stranger. Nobody seems to go to school, yeah. or and it's just are these Pokemon. Like, do they just attacking people all the time as they walk through the woods? This seems like I an think, animal like, control issue. I yeah. think they are misunderstood like sharks. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, sh- everyone think thinks, oh, sharks. But the Pokemon will not attack you unless you bother them. I have a side note. And, and again, when you're, you know, you're, when your character's fucking walking through the tall grass, psh, 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 and you come, ar- you, yeah, <laughs> you come across a red attack and fucking... They attack you. It's because you fucked up their home. It's true. I do have. A, Don't I, walk I, through I the a, tall grass. Stick to the fucking path. I have a sidebar that's ridiculous and completely off topic. My favorite kind the, the of sidebar. Of but uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, I went to the arcade and I played Cruising Exotica. I found the machine, the Cruising yeah. Exotica machine at the arcade, and I played the Atlantis level. And then I mm. tweeted out something about how like the sharks were being portrayed really negatively, and it was like kind of a joke. Like comment, but, but also I'm real. like, yeah, you know, I like sharks. I yeah. don't think they get a bad rap. I started getting followed by like multiple sh- Save the Shark yeah. on Twitter because I, I you hashtag it something. I hashtag Save the Shark, and uh, I got That's a bunch of one. like environmental groups. So nice. Hi, so they're everybody. probably listening now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I I really do like sharks. So it was partially sarcastic because but I do they like are sharks. the best creatures on the planet, and they are entirely misunderstood. They've outlived us. I mean, they know something. They're fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> well, can they shoot lightning out of their cheeks? I know some of you can. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. Oh no. <laughs> you are. Uh, so you're helping to domesticate these Pokemon, and uh, the goal is to make a wild Pikachu uh, trust you enough to come live in your home. Uh, you get one year of game time, so each day is like five minutes long, and then you get 365 days to complete this What's task. What's the math on that? Uh, I don't. I can't do math. You have your. Yeah, you have your phone. Make yourself useful. Don't what? seriate. it. <laughs> This is an audio format. I forgot. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so you complete simple tasks and mini games throughout the days. Like one, we had to make Pikachu go gather ingredients for a stew that Bulbasaur was making. Uh, we had to, what else did he do? He, he was babysitting some Caterpie. Yeah. Oh, 73 minutes. Okay. Yeah. That's not very long. 73 that's not very minutes. Long. I feel like you need to work on your math. I, I don't think 365 right. days divided by five minutes a it, day. It would be times five, right? I, I believe that Steve yes, is right. Oh shit! All right, do it again. English lit major. You're you're. We're not bringing you on for your math skills anymore. <laughs> no, it's just my good looks. <laughs> oh sure, yeah, yeah those well play so well format. on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that was the joke, you fuckers. <laughs> One thousand eight hundred and twenty-five minutes. There you That's go. a little more reasonable for a game time. I think. So okay, so I'm going to divide that by twenty-four hours a day. <laughs> it's only seventy-six days. So if you really just fucking go for it. <laughs> Feel like your math might be flawed again. Anyway, let's move on. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> um, so this game, you it, probably you press A to move through the dialogue trees. You walk. You can walk around and sort of look at stuff. Yeah. And Professor Oak will give you a little description. He's like, "Oh, that's a mushroom." You thanks, can dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, thanks, Professor Oak. And then you can hold Z and talk to Pikachu and tell him what to do. 
like you fill, the mushroom. You, you fill up like a little bubble with your words and then shoot the bubble at him. And, and it, it smacks him. him in the fucking face. And then he goes, what? Yeah. Sometimes it's like if he doesn't recognize your command, the bubble will just go like dink and like bounce off his head. And it says, Pikachu is puzzled. Yeah. <laughs> He'll get like a consternation bubble over his head. Is that, I don't know if that's what you call it. And I mean, at its core, like, so this that's basically the whole gimmick of the game. It's so yeah. like you have a microphone, you can talk to Pikachu, but you know, the problem is doesn't work very well. Not really. Mm-hmm. Um, Pikachu consistently does not understand what you say. And I think even if he does, there's only about 20, commi- 20 words that it's- he command. He amazingly picked up a leaf and I said, blow on the leaf. And he went, it was super that was the cutest goddamn thing ever oh my god i was like yeah fucking blow on the leaf that's gonna work yeah Yeah, it was was our greatest success (laughs) i mean yeah it's it's true like you get like words will pop up in red text to kind of indicate that he could say these things but you don't really know the context like we encountered an oddish and it said the oddish popped up in red text but it's like all right so what do we say we say like pet oddish say hi to oddish be friends with him i don't know motherfucker did nothing he didn't and we did try swearing at him because I think that's just kind of the natural As progression of these games. Like, you need to start swearing yeah. at them. <laughs> he didn't really respond to it. Because I feel like if I was a video game, like, programmer, I would absolutely, especially for a microphone video game, I would absolutely put swear words in there. Oh, yeah. So we were passing it off level by level. I started, then Emma went. And, you know, things were going well. Pikachu seemed to get along with <laughs> us. And then we passed it off to Steve for the next level. Everything and- Steve said, Pico was like, no. He would look at you and just get sad. He would just... His ears drooped and his tail drooped between his legs. And he said, no. This is the thing. Like, okay, I read that the microphone for this game is calibrated to be, like, to respond to higher pitched voices. But what are your voices deeper than mine, if anything? Like, I don't understand why it was liking you more than me. But I did do my child voice. And he was like, he fucking got an exclamation point and little went yeah, out of him and he was fucking stoked on it. Yeah, you use a little baby voice and all of a sudden he's like, yeah. how high, boss? You know, he's, <laughs> yeah, just, right? he's ready to go. But I asked him to do anything. I said goodbye to him. I said, bye, Pikachu. And he and went, he, he got grouchy and marched away from me. <laughs> yeah, somehow there was... He behind a rock. Oh, God. There, yeah, the cam... It took us a while to figure out you could actually move, so our camera was just behind a rock <laughs> for a long time. I thought you just, you know, you hold the Z, you speak into the microphone, but turns out you use the little toggle, what's that called? Analog stick. Analog stick. And I play a lot of video you games. You do, clearly. And it'll move you around. Took us about an hour, but we figured it out. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty limited. Like, as far as a game goes, it's pretty limited yeah. um, in, in what you can do. And again, this is intended for children. It's, it's, it's aimed at a very young audience. Well, that's... So you can't really get mad at it for not being calibrated to our manly testosterone. No, I'm mad. Voices. I think yeah. we can. I think that we can get mad at this game in the sense that it just doesn't offer very much. Aside from the mic not working very well, which is really, you know, kind of a deal breaker. It's a problem. Um, there's just not very much to do in this game. Since all you can do is talk, it would be great if there was some way to walk and, like, I don't know, throw a ball yourself so Pikachu would run and get it. Yeah. Like or, a Wii? Like if they if they updated Hey You Pikachu to the to the Wii. Yeah, sure, that's yeah. only two generations ago. I think that it's due for a, to yeah. an update. Yeah. Um, and Are you making fun of me? No. Always. Never. <laughs> no. Um, 
or something it's, it's like one of those games like Pokemon Snap that's never been updated despite the fact yeah, that like or like well, custom Pokemon technology. Snap was a shitty game. Oh, oh we're so wrong about it that. It was so much better than I'm this sorry. game. I'm sorry. I would great. play an updated version of Hey You Pikachu before mm. I would play an updated version oh, you of are, Snap. You are, you are quite wrong. Quite mistaken. Um, and I'm never invited mistaken. back again. <laughs> yeah, or like something where you can get like collectibles like outfits and you yeah. can change Pikachu's outfit. I think Gotta I catch them all. You don't you, catch anything. You can do that in this, I think. Like, because you're you're gaining points. You're getting points, and then like eventually, we didn't get to it, but uh, you can find an Abra who has a store, and you can buy like hats for. Him. I was okay. gonna say we only played all together six levels. Yeah, yeah. So, I was already and out of three hundred and sixty-five. I bet you can do a shit ton more. Mm, I bet you can't. We <laughs> will <laughs> update you uh, three months from now. You can play. It. You play it, Emma. Game? I am yeah. not replaying it because I went ahead and read how this thing ended, and I don't think I'm emotionally prepared to handle it. Don't spoiler it. No, do spoiler it. Okay, spoiler spoiler alert for anybody who's going to play this game. Uh, So, the way this ends is that uh, at the end of your year, you're supposed to release Pikachu back into the wild. So you have to take him to the edge of the forest and yell goodbye at him until he gets sad and walks away. It's a fucking Harry and the Hendersons moment. Where... And you, you make him sad and go away. And apparently he comes back after the credits are over and you can just keep playing. But, like, still, fuck that. That's Oh, you keep playing. I thought you were going to say there's, like, a video at the end of the credits where he's like, why did you fucking leave me, Steve? But, I mean, if I know anything about nature, okay, this Pokemon is now domesticated. So his herd isn't going to approve. He dies. Like, and he's going to be easy prey for, like, Charizards and stuff out there. Yeah. Well, they seem to, all the Pokemon in this game seem to really get along. I mean, one of the levels, Bulbasaur has a picnic. And That's he invites. Yeah. It's a Charmander and Pikachu and serves them soup. Which also kind of undermines the whole nature documentary vibe they're going for, that he has a picnic (laughs) But I'm going to say that, like, as a host, he has a picnic, but he doesn't actually have the meal prepared. You have to go out and pick the ingredients from the wild. Pikachu has to pick them, and you have to tell him what to do. What kind of fucking host is like, yeah, come to my picnic. I'm going to fucking serve you soup. But you have to pick the ingredients. Yeah, I'm gonna come over and make my famous baked mac and cheese. Can you just bring noodles and uh, cheese. cheese and, and some uh, milk and, and an uh, breadcrumbs and? Uh, oh, do you have dishes? Yeah, um, and a house. <laughs> yeah, it also, also kind of undermines every all the Pokemon being nice to each other. It kind of makes you feel bad about making them fight each other later. Uh, fucking <laughs> slave Pikachu has to pick the. I'm wondering tomatoes. If, I'm wondering if they just have like. Like an understanding, like they know, like they're they're like amusement like park a hierarchy? workers. Like they understand, they're like, all right, we're gonna put on this show for the humans, so they'll keep feeding us, mm-hmm. and then let's just go back and we'll have a cigarette and we'll be buddies. Like <laughs> have a fucking Pikachu orgy over there. And that, yeah, they're like Munchkins and the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Anytime they're not on stage, they're just constantly <laughs> banging. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, what else do we have to say about this game? I mean, it was frustrating uh it, he wasn't listening like gathering the ingredients for the stew was really hard yeah uh, emma had some luck babysitting some caterpie yeah you would you i did you did yeah. thunderbolts to knock down yeah. rosebuds yeah to feed i the learned that you can you can use pikachu's you know what do they call them battle lightning moves, moves. electric battle Night. moves to feed the caterpies that you are babysitting. It's very peaceful. It's very uh, yeah. It's a very Zen Cohen kind so of thing. So yeah. when the caterpies get hungry, they turn blue, mm-hmm. like they're fucking choking on their own hunger. <laughs> and so Pikachu goes, "Oh shit!" And he runs over to the tree. He says that in game. He does. He goes, "Oh shit!" That's my Pikachu. Is that That's good? That's pretty good. That's All pretty right. good. Uh, and he runs to the tree, and then the words say, 
Pikachu is going to pick up Rosebud, and then he fucking tries to hop up and get it, and he can't get it. So you have to tell him to Thunderbolt the Rosebud. Yeah. Which, I don't know what kind of roses grow on trees. I mean, they grow in... Bushes. Do they grow? Okay, they do grow on bushes. I'm but that was like, a fucking, I'm like... i cherry blossom. That was a stump. That was an apple tree that instead grew brush- roses. I also think a rosebud would probably be destroyed by a lightning strike, right? Would wouldn't you think? Well. pretty delicate. It yeah. wouldn't just go, oh, okay, I'll float to the ground, like, nice and delicately. It's like, oh, well, you asked nicely like, with electricity. Well, right? I imagine that this is a thing that the game does, is each level, you know, they'll give you a couple more commands that yeah. Pikachu would do, and it probably gets more complicated. And so probably but... by halfway you get through, it's like... You can actually do shit. Yeah. yeah. It definitely starts out pretty boring, I imagine. I mean, the levels are pretty small, even when you're walking around. The Pokemon themselves, like, look like the Pokemon, and Pikachu's pretty emotive, yeah. but the actual, like, levels are pretty boring. Yeah. Well, I wonder if anyone that listens to this has actually played it and can say, like, actually, in level 902. I'm sure they have. I would love to hear from yeah. people. Yeah, write in, ultra64podcast.gmail.com, write in. what happens in the Hey You Pikachu, After if it gets any more six. interesting. I want to hear, because I don't want to play this anymore. Let's move on to our rankings, because each week we rank the games that we just played. Uh, Emma, you only have one game on your list, so you don't really get to participate. But this is your new best and worst game, so congratulations. This is your favorite game This is my worst game and my favorite. Yes. Uh, Woody, why don't you go ahead? Sure. Um, I mean, this game is is bad. It's Mm. probably one of the badder Pokemon games. Um, but I, I mean, I guess there's been a lot of cruddy games with Pokemon stapled on them. Um, they have a broad range. It's true. This is the fact that the mic doesn't work very well. It's sort of a deal breaker. Um, and there's just not enough to do in this game. And even when it works, it's still pretty boring. Um, so, but at the same time, it does have, you know, Pokemon is a thing that I care about and there was... There seemed to be, you know, there was different challenges just in the levels we played, so I would be curious if something interesting finally happens. Yeah. Like, I yeah. felt like Can maybe, you finally eventually battle or something? I, I'm sure that you cannot battle. Well, but, but something. Hopefully, at some point, something interesting would happen. So I'm putting it uh, number three, which is right above the Elmo games. 73. 73. Yeah. yeah. Did the, I say number three? Yeah, number three. I said number three. That's yeah. good. Well, that does not jive with what you've been yeah. saying. I hated it. Number one. Number one. Uh, yeah. So I'm putting it right above the Elmo games because those were also boring, but I, you know, we exhausted everything those games had to offer really quickly. Yeah. So this game was boring, but maybe it offered something more, but I certainly don't want to find out. That's a fair point. That's fair. I I think I kind of landed on the same way. I'm putting this right above the Elmo games, uh, but my Elmo games are higher. That makes this number 51 now. Oh. Whoa, wow, that's a big that's discrepancy a between us. This is a big yeah, discrepancy. discrepancy. You're, you're more willing to put yourself in the shoes of the youth. It's I the mean, baby game curve. I'm, I'm yeah. grading on the baby game curve. This is not something that's intended for my sophisticated, massive brain. Uh, no, it's not. Oh. But I mean, even yeah. if you're if you're playing this game as a baby, like the Elmo game had all voice acting. Um, telling you what to do in like yeah. big letters. This is dependent on you reading. I will and say, if you are a child trying to play this game, it's not going to fucking work that great. No, probably it's not. dependent on reading like, and enunciating. Like, yeah, got you. Go over there and eat that fucking apple. You'll just keep muttering. Oh, Islam f- is the light. <laughs> yeah, Islam is the light, Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu so- looks puzzled. <laughs> Pikachu looks puzzled. It's like, <laughs> Call Nintendo? No. Uh, all right, well, that's most of the show. I have one last thing we need to announce, which is very exciting. Uh, we are we're coming up on our 50th episode. We'll do that real soon. 
Uh, so for people who've been listening for a while, on our 25th episode, we did a listener's contest where you guys got to tell us what game we got to play next. And guess what? We're doing it again. <laughs> it's listener contest part two, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we're coming up on the tight 50th. Tight Boogaloo. <laughs> electric Boogaloo. Electric Tight Boogaloo. Oh, yes, yeah. Electric Type, Electric Rat Boogaloo. Exactly. <laughs> electric Mouse Rat Boogaloo. So uh, we want to give our listeners another chance to pick what game we played. So I uh, built a list based on our most requested games, either uh, from Twitter or from emails or just from people talking to me, uh, and uh, selected them from the back half of our catalog. I've omitted a couple of games that we have some special plans for that were obviously more requested. Uh, but we've got a list of 10 games here to choose from. So you get to choose from Body Harvest, <laughs> Buck Bumble, oh. Conker's Bad Fur Day, oh. Paper Mario, Ooh. Pokemon Puzzle League, mm. <laughs> Shadow Man, oh. Star Wars Rogue Squadron, ah. Superman, <laughs> Winback Covert Ops, <gasps> and Yoshi's Story. Oh. So these are the most requested ones. <laughs> Thank you for these so much. I want to make that a was me. Board. That was Woody, by the way. <laughs> yes, that <laughs> was Woody. I'm going to make a soundboard of those. Um, all right, so this episode uh, that we're recording right now, this is going up on September 23rd. Uh, so I'm going to keep the poll open from then through October 7th. So don't be shy. Jump in there. Vote early. Tell your friends to vote as well. You'll find the poll at ultra64podcast.com. I'm going to pin it right to the top of the page. And uh, tell us what you want us to play, and uh, we'll sh- we'll shout you out. And, and weird um, people requesting Shadow Man. There are some. <laughs> it's a couple people have brought that up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, keep an eye on that. Um, by October 7th, have everything in, and we'll play that episode on October 14th, I believe. Perfect. So, um, yeah, that's going to be fun. So thank you, everybody, for listening. You can find us at Ultra64Podcast.com and email and Twitter, all that same handle. Uh, thank you so much for being here with us, Emma. Thanks for inviting me, and this thanks for fun. letting me drink the entire bottle of wine I brought for you for being my host. <laughs> I, I didn't have a sip of it. <laughs> you didn't. No one else did. I said, I brought wine for myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I have beer and everything. All right, everybody. So tune in next week. We're going to be playing uh, – oh, what are we playing? Oh, we will be playing Toy Story 2, Buzz Lightyear to the Rescue. That should be fun. We'll see if it goes to infinity and beyond or if it does another thing that is the opposite of that. Let's find out. So tune in next week for that. Uh, Woody, I choose you to have the final line. Pika-pee! Not you, Pikachu, you asshole. Whatever, you ruined it. Oh, no! (laughs) Bye.